There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. All right, my talkers, we are hanging out with Lori and Julia here. We are two-thirds back in St. Paul, Minneapolis, one-third in Hawaii. And you know what? That makes for a good mix, right? Especially on a cloudy day. So let's have a little fun with Lori and Julia. And now we're going to get to some more of the fun stuff that happened last night at the Oscars. Right, guys? Yes. There was, um, okay, so um, I thought Wanda, Regina, and... um, Amy did a great job. First of all, Amy Schumer looked great. Didn't you think, Lori? That dress was navy. I don't know if you saw any pictures. Yes, yes. And I like that she made a joke that, you know, okay, three years in, she's still trying to lose the baby weight. Yeah, I I thought the beginning with DJ Khaled, I don't know why he needed to introduce Uh, them. But I did like their individual jokes. And Amy was killing it. And Regina Hall and... When when they came out dressed as Regina as Tammy Faye, King oh. Richard, Wanda Sykes pushing the basket yeah. ball or the <laughs> shopping cart, and then Amy coming down as Spider Man and the al- hysterical. So if we have any of the of the women uh, jokes, would yeah. love to replay them because that was fun. Yeah. Okay, let's let's listen to. Um... You know, just start with number one or yeah. whatever we're doing. It's, number one. Yeah, we got Regina, okay. Amy, and Wanda yeah. kind of all coming together at the beginning here. Yes. When movie lovers unite and watch TV. Mm. (laughs) This year, the Academy hired three women to host because it's cheaper than hiring one man. (laughs) You know, uh, there was a lot of snubs this year. Yeah. Yeah, Rachel Zegler for West Side Story. Mm -hmm. Then Jennifer Hudson for Respect. Yep. And Lady Gaga and Jared Leto for House of Random Accents. You know, I was very disappointed that Space Jam 2 did not get nominated in the special effects category for that hairline they gave LeBron James. It was really good. Yeah, they gave him some good hair in that one. So, I, I one of my favorites, one of my favorites, and I don't know. All right, so let's just listen to uh, Amy. You know, let's just play some of these. Yeah, we've got Amy. Her Amy's opening a little bit of her mind. Yeah, Amy Schumer here. Schumer, or as they know me in Hollywood, Melissa McCarthy said no. (laughs) Now, I'm not just here tonight as a model, but but as a mother. Not bad for a year, right? Not bad. It's been two. (laughs) Closer to three. We're at the Oscars. 
I mean, this is it. This is a dream come true. I can't even believe it. The only place I could think of that could be better than this is home. Right? Oh, home is the best, right? All my pills are there, but, you know. <laughs> she was so funny. Oh, on fire. Do, yeah. Uh, do we have the Leonardo yes, DiCaprio? Yes, it's the next one. Here we go. Here we go. This is gold. And I mean, Leonardo DiCaprio, what can I even say about him? It's, he's done so much to fight climate change and leave behind a cleaner, greener planet for his girlfriends. <laughs> amazing filmmakers. I mean, Aaron Sorkin, a genius, truly, right? I mean, the, the innovation to make a movie about Lucille Ball without even a moment that's funny, I... <laughs> it's like making a biopic about Michael Jordan and just showing the bus trips between games. <laughs> She was awesome. She, my favorite, though, was when Wanda Sykes, and I don't think we have this, is okay. she, she's talking about, you know, how, um, you know, we finally have a movie about the Williams sisters, but it's about their dad kind of thing, and then Wanda Sykes. No, that was Amy. Yeah. Oh, that Amy was Amy. Amy did that joke. Okay, mm-hmm. and then I think Wanda says something about the power of the dog, and, and she says, I watched the movie three times, and I'm halfway through it. <laughs> I thought that was hysterical. I mean, because that's how we've all felt. No one has made it through in one sitting because it's not that it has too many just boring spots during it. So I thought, good for them. And then um, here's Amy Schumer. She has one more joke about other movies. What other movies are nominated? Don't Look Up is nominated. Yes. Yep. I guess the Academy members don't look up reviews. Ooh. I know. And, you know, comics at the Oscars are expected to poke fun at the guests. It's what's happened. If Ricky Gervais, he just he just was cruel at the Golden Globes. He skewered the entire room. And, um, you it know, made him a great host. It made him a great host. It's what's expected. That's why I think it was so out of left field what happened last night with Will Smith. But I just I thought they brought it. And when I think Regina Hall, I forget who she is, but her voice, she is so... Nine Perfect Strangers yes, and many other things. She's a girls Trip. Terrible. Remember trip. Girls yes. Trip? Her and Girls Trip Tiffany Haddish? Hysterical. Oh, my God. That movie was awesome. Hysterical. I just thought they were so funny. I thought it was really good. Yeah. And, and, and her Wanda, COVID, yeah. the COVID pat down and yeah. calling up the people on stage. No. Some people didn't like that. They felt that that was first sexism. I I thought it was funny. It was very funny. But yeah, I've heard the same, Laurie. How is that okay? But you know, I I liked it. And Josh Brolin and Jason Momoa were in on it. And I was struck at the size difference of Jason Momoa. How big Jason Momoa is. And I loved his scrunching his hair and his glasses. Is he a lot bigger than uh, than Josh Brolin? Oh, he's huge. Wow, because Josh is a big guy, too. I thought. Uh, I thought. Maybe. No, we've. No. 5'10". We've seen him in person. Yeah. Oh, that's really the, Holly, like the Hollywood lens? The Hollywood lens? Yeah. Okay. Hollywood lens. Okay. The Hollywood and then lens. Anthony Hopkins coming oh. up to present after Will Smith oh. um, thing when he said, wow, what an evening. <laughs> Will Smith said it all. And then he drolly <laughs> presented, you know, best <laughs> actress oh. to, uh, to Jessica Chastain, who had a very moving... Speech. She was really good, and you know, I mean, she brought up 
at the end of her speech, you know, that suicide has impacted her family and yep. the depression and that's going on. And I thought it was kind of a, you know, maybe a, I just, I just thought it was lovely. And even though the eyes of Tammy Faye is not a great, great movie, it's just a solid, you know, C plus movie. Right. She was terrific. In I thought it. so too. I and, thought so too. And I'm too. glad she won. I have that audio if you want to hear Jessica Chastain. Do we want to hear it? Oh, all right. In times like this, I think of Tammy and I'm inspired by her radical acts of love. We've talked about love a lot tonight. And I'm inspired by her compassion. I see it as a guiding principle that leads us forward. And it connects us all in the desire that we want to be accepted for who we are, accepted for who we love, and to live a life without the fear of violence or terror. And for any of you out there who do, in fact, feel hopeless or alone, I just want you to know that you are unconditionally loved for the uniqueness that is you. She's so lovely. Amazing. I love that damn movie, Molly's Game, that she was in. And she was in, was she in Zero Dark Thirty, Lori? Was that yes. her? Mm-hmm. She was and so her first, good. Her first movie where we fell in love with her, The Help. Oh, she was amazing in The Help. And she... She's lovely. Her dress was great until the bottom. I know we're going to do fashions at 4.30. We got to take a quick break. And when we come back, it's time for Random Thoughts. We'll be right back. Julia's Random Thoughts. He looks like that puppet. I don't know. He's had cheeky implants. It's just random. That's all it is. This one really hit me for you because I would be afraid because you did your, you know, lady exercises, the character that you are exploring and getting a lot more roles. I've noticed since you've been in on the Big Island in Hawaii for mm-hmm. Lady Exercise. Um, one in um, one of your um, episodes last week, we met Eden, who was a goat skeleton head. Julia, correct? The other day, yesterday, coming mm-hmm. back from the beach, we saw thirty goats, and there were at least ten little Edens frolicking. Okay, with so, those horns. Okay, so I'm going to tell you something. So this is a random thought today from the machine okay okay unlike most animals goats have an excellent object permanence and are able to remember where objects are hidden without being able to see or smell them so if you start getting goats in your backyard someone's looking for little eden (laughs) they could be coming to your home i just thought who knew that about goats? They don't even have to have a scent. I thought that was a kind of a random, random one. Good news for the lost city um, of of D. We're just going to call it the Sandra Bullock, Channam Tatum movie this year. It brought in thirty one million at the box office. Women went back to the movie theaters because people, um, women who don't want to watch, you know, big Marvel things, went back to see it. So they were pretty excited about that. Um, other things that are happening is that this is something else with you two, and it reminds me of your, um, you know, Academy Award-winning character, Lady Exercise. Guess what the hot new trend in in exercise is? What? Rest and relaxation. Oh, that is my motto. <laughs> I know, Lord. That is Lady Exercise's motto. I love it. Oh, I know. Why- <laughs> if you mm-hmm. seriously. 
A new report found that gyms are offering more mellow workout classes as the pandemic eases. They're seeing more demand for a gentle workout. And Lori's happy hour workout last Friday was lifting a half an ounce can of alcohol to her mouth and then lowering it back down. Can, can, curls. Can, can, curls, as it were. And that (laughs) things like guided meditation, stretching and easy yoga and dedicated Mm -hmm. recovery rooms with Mm -hmm. loungers and personal massagers are Mm. all the rage. Lady Exercise can get behind this. In fact, she has been ahead of the curve. She definitely has. Okay, sad (laughs) news for Barbara Streisand fans like myself. Mm -hmm. Something big happened over the weekend. Uh, Mariah Carey has beaten out my girlfriend, Barbara Streisand, to become the best female album seller in history. Uh, This past Sunday... um, it was Mariah Carey's anniversary because she doesn't celebrate birthdays, Grant. She just has anniversaries. I like it. So um, on her anniversary, she received a, re- a certificate from the Recording Industry Association of America. She has 69.5 million certified album sales, making her the most awarded female album artist in the United States and, sur- States and surpassed good old Babs. So I'm sorry, Barbara. Her we Lammies saw, are happy. Yeah, we saw, you know, when they gave us the um, tour Wanda Sykes did last night of the new Academy of Motion Pictures Museum, the Barbara Streisand crazy. Bridge. Yes. Remember? So I'm yes. like, okay, she she was there. She gave us some love. We saw it. Now, this is news for people who apparently just can't get enough time on this earth. Uh, There's a new study that says humans could live up to be 150 years old. Mm. When is this going to happen? Way after our time. Way after our time. We have no chance. Thank God. I don't have enough savings to live that long. Um, The (laughs) oldest person right now. I mean, seriously, that would be so stressful. To live that long, that means retirement would age would go up to like a hundred. I mean, how awful does yeah. that sound? Um, the, right now, the oldest person living is a hundred, and actually, the oldest person ever has lived to is a hundred and twenty-two years old. And there is a woman Whoa. that's a hundred and nineteen right now in Japan. Mm-hmm. But they, um, you know, are always looking for ways to crack the code. And they analyzed 70,000 participants up to age 85 to see what might be possible based on their ability to fight diseases, risk of heart conditions, and cognitive impairments. And they found that not a single participant showed the biological resilience right now to live to 150. But... I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Um, If they can crack the code and understand the life cycles of cells um, to keep DNA from um, really aging 
and this is how they yeah. refer to it. If DNA is the digital information on a compact disc, then aging is due to scratches. And we are searching for the polish. Oh, Cheers, nice. everyone that Goodness. hasn't been born yet. You're going to live to 150. <laughs> Cheers to you. Happy, happy 135th birthday. <laughs> I don't know why. That would scare the crap out of me. That oh just my seems, God. I mean, Grant, don't you agree? No, 100%. Who the hell is Nope. I mean, if you were healthy sure. and you felt like you did at 50 or 60 or even 70, but right. people's bodies start breaking down, right. you know, for sure by 80. What's that? I think. What's that gold? Who, what was that movie back in the day? It con- cocoon, not cocoon, oh. but with like the two ladies, Goldie, and they would like they would they, they would get their faces redone all the time, and they kept like, out aging themselves. I'll find it. You'll know okay. exactly what I'm talking about. Hold on. Okay, and Lori the Razzies came out. Okay. Oh, who won? And, and one of the jokes last night was about Space Jam. Space yes. Jam took home. Um, it dominated. Space Jam and Diana the Musical dominated the Razzie Awards. Oh, Jared did. Leto won. Um, for the House of Gucci, worst supporting actor. Um, mm-hmm. Worst actor was Le- LeBron James for Space Jam. Worst picture, Diana the Musical. Grant, do you know what it is? Uh, Goldie Hawn was in it with It's Death Becomes Her. Remember? Oh, yeah. In yes. 1992, Meryl Streep and Goldie <laughs> Hawn just trying to stay alive for as long as they can. That was a good movie. That actually was, that was a good movie. It was a fun one, yeah. That was a good movie. So um, that was what happened with, um, you know, the Razzies. They are still taking place. Other things, Lori, that have happened is that um, I don't know what to say. I don't I have so many TV things to tell you. Bridgerton was excellent. Oh, it was. Oh, my gosh. It's just different. It is so good. How far did you get? I have I have two left and I want to savor them. It's just different. It gives you more of a backstory on the Bridgerton family. It's Was really it sexy. It's sexy in a different way. Okay. It still okay. delivers in its beautiful costumes, witty dialogue. There is sexual chemistry and energy. It is okay, a good. lot of looks and sighing. It's not as much mashing, but it still works. It's uh, so that's good. A, that's what I. That's what I've heard from a couple other people. Oh, that they absolutely loved it. So, so good. Yay. I know it. All right, we're gonna come back and talk about all the fashions from last night. Best and worst dress. We'll be right back. Okay, so. I want to know, Lori, who was your best dressed at the Oscars last night? Okay, well, my best dress at the Oscar, I am going to have to say that I absolutely loved all, all except one, all the ladies in red dress dresses. Tracy Ellis Ross goes to my one of my worst dress because it was so ill-fitting. Oh, jeez. were looking it was a for boob- the exit sign. Every There was more boob showing last night than we... How about Venus Williams? She had a flat-out nipple slip. Yeah, I did not like the the Williams sisters. I didn't like what either Oh, I thought Serena them. looked gorgeous. You didn't like it, huh? What? Oh, I thought she looked I guess- gorgeous. Was that a red dress too? It was kind of a, a kind of more of a soft orange. It was so oh, pretty, okay. I thought. Maybe, maybe I didn't see it, but um, all the, I, I just give it to the ladies in red, uh, Marley Matlin and Monique Lulier. That dress was so gorgeous on her. Ariana Debose, who won for best supporting and gave a lovely speech, and I loved her and Rita Moreno on the red carpet. I don't know what Rita was wearing on her head. I, feathers. I, I texted. It's, it's, I texted I, 
Someone, I don't know if it was you, Lori, and I said, that's, I hope Brenda doesn't look like that when she's 90, my, my hair no, no. topper. That's, that's kind of a, like a head, like almost like a turban type it is. of hat. It's like, I've got to have it. It's like from I've the Zigfield Folly days. I mean, it's just yes. a great way to wear your hair when you don't want to do it. It's a bathing cap. Yeah. Rosie Perez, I thought looked stunning and Christian Siriano. Oh, I did that too. Was, that was red. I thought Jennifer Garner also in red. Kirsten Dunst and Anjanu oh. Ellis and Versace. So for me, the ladies, the ladies in red won the night because, with the exception of Tracy Ellis Ross, they all looked amazing. And one of my dresses. favorites was Ariana DeBose, who won for Best Supporting Actress for. Yeah, um, I, yeah I just said that. Oh, for okay, but Story. that. I wished it would have been a skirt instead of the pants, but that top and that cape was so beautiful. I thought that was stunning. Yeah. I also really liked Zendaya because oh, it was just so fresh and and fun. That was Valentino, um, by the way. And then Nicole Kidman, I actually liked her ice blue um, dress. Didn't love the red lipstick. Oh, okay. I thought she looked gorgeous, too. You know, the other one that I really loved was Zoe Kravitz playing Audrey Hepburn last night. And uh, I thought she looked stunning. It was Valentino. Okay. No, no. It was Yves Saint Laurent. Yeah, 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 Yves Saint Laurent. Yeah. You know what? It was very Audrey. I thought it looked beautiful. It was okay. It was kind of meh. Oh, I thought it was pretty. I thought it was pretty. dress that's ending up on best and worst. Okay, tell me. Is Jessica Chastain's dress. Only because of the bottom six inches. I heard Bradley say that, and I have to agree with him. Because? I it was cool, because there was this feather trim around the bottom, or like... Yes, what one has on a peignoir, like right. in the 1940s in a movie. So it was like kind of mermaid gown, you know, sequin on top, yeah. and then it flowed into this 1940s nightgown peignoir. So she's shown up on people's best and worst, but she would look, I mean, these, none of these people could look bad in, in, in a trash bag. I thought Billie Eilish, I know she liked her goth Ugh. look, but it looked like a big shower curtain to me. I, I loved her hair and makeup and she was yes. genuinely happy and that song, uh, but whatever, Ugh. but she was genuinely really happy, crazy. but I don't like dress. It looked like, yeah. It was like okay. a, a ruched sheet. Yeah, like something like a fancy thing that you put on a window dressing Jada's, or a Jada shower. Jada Pinkett Smith looked gorgeous, too. That is a divided dress, too. That was a Jean-Paul Gaultier, and she couldn't really walk in it. And I think that might have been part of her bad mood, too, because um, <laughs> she really couldn't walk or move, if you notice that, in that dress. but it, And then uh, Kirsten Dunst. Her dress was a, a vintage, um, I want to say Dior. I thought the other pretty. dress I thought that looked really bad, but it's typical of her, is poor Maggie Gyllenhaal oh. and Schiaparelli. I, I thought her dress looked like a captain's hat. <laughs> like yes. an old ship captain. <laughs> and, and we have all these all gowns. We have 
Yeah, Vogue.com, I think they did like 75 photos and also the after hours party because a lot of the actresses change. We love it when they just stay in the same dress. That we, seems like such a waste of party time right. to go and have to put on something different. But um, I also really liked uh, Lupita Nyong'o. Yeah, she looked Prada. pretty. She looked pretty. That was gorgeous. And then um, Lily Collins and, uh, oh, my other lady in red, Rosie Perez. Oh, she, you said that. She looked amazing. Oh, did I? Okay. Yeah, she looked okay. amazing. And then the pink and red seemed to dominate because we had Lily James in a pink nightgown. It uh, looked like a lingerie slip. It was terrible. Zoe Kravitz in pink. My, Mila Kunis was in Zuhair Murad, and I thought that dress was stunning. I did, too. And how about Kristen Stewart showing up in her Chanel booty shorts and her greasy hair? Now, I get it. She's young. I get it. She's she young, and cool. she's got a banging body. And But one of my favorite tweets was like, Kristen Stewart better pray to the Oscar gods that she doesn't win in that outfit because that will be the outfit how, that will follow her. How funny. How funny. That what is, did you think of it? I, I thought it was edgy and stuff. Yeah, And um, I thought, gosh, how lucky is she that she doesn't have to button her shirt and can wear those sexy hot pants shorts. But at the same time, I thought, eh, a little bit. Yeah. Wrong party. Wrong party. Wrong party. Yeah, just wrong party. Okay, let's... Let's talk about the men. Let's talk about uh, uh, Oh My Chalamet, Timothy Chalamet, oh. showing up with um, no the shirt. jacket and no shirt. I thought, I mean, he's just so pretty to look at. But it was a little ice skater -ish. Yes, it was. Very much. Mm -hmm. All I was missing was the mesh. But, yeah. Um, I thought that, that made a lot of people happy to, to see him in a bare chest. And he seemed to be feeling it. I thought Kevin Costner looked amazing in his tuxedo. Okay, can we stop I, there for just a minute? Because not if we're going to Hollywood speak. Oh, all right, never mind. Speaking. Never mind. Keep going. Simu um, Lee, um, the actor from that. Um, oh, it was the Disney movie with? I didn't see. I know it, what you're Magic talking about. Dragons. Yep. He had a red suit yep. on, and he looked amazing. He, was brought up on, he looked amazing. Yeah. I thought Rami Malek looked very, very handsome, and yep. Jake Gyllenhaal. Hello. Um, and people were excited beyond belief that uh, Jacob Alordi from Euphoria oh, yeah. was on the red carpet yep. because he, he was a presenter with yep. Rachel Ziegler for visual effects. And I thought they slotted her in next to him because he's like 6'5", and she's like 5'1". So the visual I thought that was effect, very funny. It was. And she got a pretty good gown for being last-minute invite. Yeah, I would say. And then um, Wesley Snipes. I, I wasn't sure if that was a culotte tuxedo or what was No, it's like a, he's got like a, um, it was shorts. And I think it was more something representative. And it had like a little, uh, f you know, I, I don't know what it was. But I think yeah. it was something he really, they're just calling it a monochromatic maroon ensemble. <laughs> but I thought um, there was a lot of color. Um, there was a the ton red, of red, red, red. Was yeah, the and dominant. the men, the men looked pretty good. David o Olio or Orthel Oh, yellow. -o. He looked great. I thought his suit he was did. really cool. It was a floral print tuxedo. I thought he looked really cool. I liked yeah, it. Da Daniel Kalua, who um, won best supporting actor last year 
whoever he presented with, but he had on, I mean, Casey's like, I need to go get my sunglasses to look at yeah. that green tuxedo. Well, he came out with her, didn't he? And then um, yes. Avery, um, Ariana DeBose won, so it was red, um, bright, bluish, turquoise, and bright yellow, and they just look mm-hmm. like they just look like primary colors. They looked happy. Yeah, they, happy colors. Yeah, they did. I yeah, thought it was did. really and kind of a fun night for fashion, though, after missing it, yeah. it in so long. Yeah, no, I, who, I thought it was... Here's who uh, missed for me that always okay, gets it, Penelope Cruz. It, it, there it was something work. missing. Well, it was ruched with buttons and then kind of a tie, and it, it just didn't work. It didn't work. You know what I would have loved if that dress had been at T-length? Because then it kind of would have looked like a fancy goth gown, and I wish maybe Billie Eilish wore it. Yeah, Billie Eilish can't. uh, Yeah. I don't know. I didn't like it on her because she looks so good in, like, pinks, I think. I don't know. Yeah. I didn't love it. And then um, the uh, Bailey sisters, Chloe and Holly, or Hallie, excuse me, they were were like the Disney princesses, and they had on... uh, cutouts and slits and i'm like i don't like that outfit because they're so young and cute and i i don't know i just felt like it was kind of like something was off on those outfits and well I, the lady who so did darling. the lady who did the one the bailey sister that was the presenter and kind of the the mermaid green kind of looking thing she dresses she's gonna be, little, she's, she's gonna be ariel yes, on the little yes. mermaid and so she dresses um Gosh, I want to say she dresses like Jennifer Lopez or Beyonce or someone yeah. huge. And she said mm-hmm. the inspiration for her dress was, you know, looking from the water, looking fresh and looking okay. young and looking little mermaid-ish. So that's okay. what that was. It didn't make and sense to me. I, I know. Another great dress. I can't think of her name. I think it's Sean Heard. She won a Best Adapted Screenplay for Coda. And oh. she got up there and said, I'm so glad I dressed like a disco ball. Yeah. And we've seen J-Lo wear that kind yep. of a dress. That was amazing dress. I don't know how you sit in it, but it was beautiful. You would look gorgeous in that because you need to be tall and skinny. And have long arms. And have long arms. It, long yep, it, looked, yeah. it was great. It was great. All right, we yeah. got to come back and Hollywood speak. I kind of can't wait. Um, <laughs> this is Lori and Julie on my talk. For the first time I'm saying that out loud, Lori, Hollywood know, speak. It's, it's going to happen. We'll be right back. Back to the Lori and Julia show on My Talk 1071, where talk is fun. So, what are you trying to say? Hollywood! Hollywood speaking! What is the meaning of this? All right, Lori, let's get okay. at it. All right, so I know um, I told Casey to be quiet because he is kind of funny with his comments, but when um, Kevin Costner came out to. Um, uh, announced who was going to win the best director and right. he kind of waxed, waxed nostalgic about how the West was won, which right. Casey too remembered watching as a kid. And he, he, he got a long intro and blah, blah, blah. And I, I thought it was moving, but we love everything about him. And then when he announced best director is Jane Campion and she comes up and he's holding the Oscar beaming at her and she looks at him and she goes, well, that was very dramatic. I thought, screw you. You know what? I <laughs> thought he was needed at that moment. I thought it Same. brought calmness to the room. I was moved and followed along with him. That maybe yeah. lasted a minute, 
and a half. We let Will Smith blah, blah, blah for over five minutes about nothing. Kevin Costner has stage presence, yeah. can hold a room, told a story about how movies moved him when he was seven. I, I loved it. How bitchy. She, was, she did the same did the same thing and bashed the Williams sisters. I think she's a bitch. Yeah. All okay. right. That was terrible that I just said that. We, okay. Fine. Should we hit the dump button? That was bad. You can say biatch. Whatever. All right, biatch. Yeah, you can say that. Word. I mean, but that was so biatchy, Lori. Okay. It, it really was. Yeah. Because it was, and you could kind of see his face fall because yeah. he was beaming. Uh, yeah, that I, a woman I agree went, everything. Yeah. With you said about yeah. him kind of having that. Um, okay, here's one. Um, uh, the Let's see. Um, Maria Shriver tweeted this about Will Smith Her. saying, I want to be a vessel of love. And she said, I'm sorry, love is not violent and love is not what we show on a global stage. Uh, so true. Good for mm-hmm. her. He was no vessel for love. He, he made everyone uncomfortable, and he assaulted a man on stage. He did. You know what? When he got to the Oscar Vanity Fair party, he um, the DJ started playing immediately, getting jiggy with it, yep. with, which is a Will Smith. Played three of Will Smith's songs and got a standing ovation. So I guess we really don't know Hollywood as well as we do. No. Nope. He got a standing O Mm-mm. coming into the party. And his daughter tweeted, uh, that's how we do it, about her dad last night. But I see his publicity team had her take it down. It's down now, but we all saw it. So do you think he'll do a sit-down with Oprah, Gail? Uh, People have said, oh, no, Panda. He just did uh, one with Gail. Gail was very offended. Um, I watched Gail King this morning on uh, CBS Morning News. Oh, she interviewed him for his book. Yeah. And I listen, I've listened to a good portion of that book. Um, Mm -hmm. He is, he just said that Chris Rock is like the most gentle soul. And for him to do what he did, she said, I just have deep sadness. It was the first um, all black produced um, Oscars ever. And mm-hmm. he, she, she said for that to taint this historic event when there were so many firsts that happened last night. And, yeah, I didn't know that. Oh, yeah. It, it, she, people were just outraged about it. And she just said it's so problematic. I know Chris Rock. He would not. You know, that was a gentle joke. Um, Will really Smith was, was just so joke. inappropriate. Yeah. Yeah, I had a couple of people, you know, like tweet at us saying, you know, you can't make fun of someone's appearance or whatever. I'm like, okay, lady, you don't know Hollywood. But first of all, she herself, Jada, has spoken about alopecia and her hair yes. loss and why she shaved her head yeah. for five years. Yeah. This isn't anything new. Yeah, and yeah. the Chris Rock documentary that he won for was called Good Hair. Yeah, and it explored self-esteem in the black community about their about hair about their hair. Yeah, yeah. Okay, here's here's a, a Tiffany Haddish. She tweeted, "When I saw a black man stand up for his wife, it meant so much to me." I cringe at this one, and this explains maybe a little bit more than I want to know because. <laughs> Lori, seriously, um, first of all, 
watching a black man stand up for his wife that she um, liked it so much. What does she, what does she like about that? Um, what is so honorable about a man pun- hitting another man? Uh, Jada Smith, do you know how uncomfortable she probably was and how pissed she probably was that her husband did that? I would have gotten up and left the room because Will Smith made it be about him. And what do you make of him not thanking her? Oh. And his speech, when he had 45 minutes earlier, slapped a man who made a joke about his yeah. wife. Wouldn't Jada have yep. been the first on his mind? It's the Tiffany Haddish, it's the most beautiful thing I've ever seen. What, you know, what does this mean? I mean, she's a comedian. As a woman who has been unprotected for someone to say, keep my names out of your mouth, right? That meant the world to me. I, I just... Yeah. Yeah. People okay. are... I, I was shocked. Yep. Yeah. Do you think the Academy will take away his Oscars or just not invite him back to present next year? Well, Lori, Academy members are saying right now there's no excuse for what he did. It tarnished him. It tarnished the whole evening, which was quite lovely in the first celebration in a long time. It you know, a, it, it, it actually was a really great Oscar. Yep. There were just a few... You know, just light, cringy moments, you know, like yeah. at the beginning, but n- nothing, nothing. When that, when that happened, I was just like, oh boy, this is the, sh- the whole show. Everybody's entertainment writing is writing itself because there's going to be so much follow up to this. Um, story rob reiner tweeted will smith owes chris rock a huge apology there is no excuse bs excuses do better will smith and i think what you were saying is that's what um denzel washington was telling him you know he had to be pulled aside by everybody um, the only thing he took from Denzel's little huddle oh, after yeah. that slap, he quoted it in his speech, yep. at your highest moment, that's when the devil will come for you. So that's the, that's the thing. That's the excuse. That, that's the excuse. Yeah, that's his an excuse. At your highest moment, and, be careful. That's when the devil will come for you. I'm sorry. And, and he probably said, apologize immediately yep. to Chris Rock and the Academy and your wife and the nominees. I bet you anything that's what Denzel said to him. But he, he didn't. He waited to put the apology in, likened himself to being a defender, a fierce defender of his family. So now all the people all around the world who slap and knock around their partners or their kids, they're like, oh, yeah, I'm just being a fierce defender of my family, mm-hmm. putting you in line. Mm-hmm. It was really mm. uncomfortable watching him sit and laugh at the rest of the jokes for the evening Will Smith sitting there. It was really uncomfortable. It was uncomfortable that no one took a stand. Because this never happened, so they were having crisis meeting. I'm sure his team is exhausted, and maybe somebody has quit today. Yeah, I don't know I, who that I would just, be. Yep. <laughs> I don't know. And we and I did. I did love the Wanda Sykes uh, joke. Um uh, for you people in Florida, we're going to have a gay, gay, gay night. And right. Amy and, and Regina could go in uh, gay, gay, gay. That and was that funny. was, of course, in that reference was great. To, to the don't say gay yeah. uh, bill that they're trying to get passed in, in Florida to never to not use yes. that word to describe I was glad people. they brought that up. All right. Well, too. we, when we come back, 
Um, gosh, there's still... Let's get heartfelt with some of the winners. And and Liza. We got to talk about Liza. Liza. All right, this is Lori. I know it. This is Lori and Julia.